This is Mental Health and You with WCPA. We're your hosts, Taylor Kennedy, Caitlin Schaefer, and Jacqueline Simplecamp. Our podcast covers mental health topics for you. From us, licensed mental health professionals. Let's get to this week's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our third episode. This week, our episode is going to focus on body image. Specifically, we're going to explore social media and the role it plays in body image. This is a topic we all personally and professionally love and think is extremely important to discuss. Absolutely, Taylor. This topic probably resonates with the majority, um, if not all of our listeners and clients in some capacity, but also kind of the population as a whole within our country. Body image is such a prevalent topic in the population that we work with. We all work with a lot of women, whether it be teenage girls, young adults, and even moms with body image concerns. I think that it's something that most people go through, you know, whether you're male or female. And a lot of the time it starts around puberty. I think especially in this time, you know, in our society with all the technology that we have and mainly social media, it's definitely exacerbated the issue because we have more access to unrealistic body image standards. It is time for us all to not only be aware of the negative impact social media can have, but also make some intentional changes to allow us to maybe not judge ourselves so much and our bodies so much based off of social media. Caitlin, I'm interested. You work with a really broad range of clients. And so what population do you kind of see this issue resonating with most often? Honestly, this applies to so many of my clients. Um, I would say I mostly probably see this in my middle school or high school age clients. But then again, also with my clients probably in their 50s or 60s or even 70s, uh, I think as a society, many times we think that the younger populations are engaged more with this social media um, body image standard that we're talking about, but I think it's really important to note the changes that occur to us physically and mentally as we begin to age. And a lot of times, you know, these um, older men and women on TV, it may not be social media necessarily, but just to acknowledge that they have had a lot of work done or have the ability to pay for trainers that can help them maintain their physical well-being. And day to day, um, you know, my clients usually don't have that opportunity. So I think from, you know, middle school, high school age, all the way up through the aging, this is really an important topic to discuss and be aware of. I think people even well into adulthood can still experience feelings of insecurity in relation to their body as well. I've also noticed that moms in particular that I work with struggle with body image for themselves and they're tired because it's something they've been dealing with for such a long time. And not to mention going through pregnancy And having that postpartum body, it's not something that people are used to. I've also noticed that parents are becoming aware of how social media has impacted their body image, and they don't want to pass those messages along to their children. And so a lot of our work is kind of figuring out how to manage their own internal dialogue and also figure out, you know, how to send a healthy message to their children. I love that. I think that's a really good point to make. I think you guys both kind of hit on it, that that age is not really impacting the issue, 
the issue might present differently if you're in middle school or high school than it does when you're a mom or an elderly individual. But regardless, you're passing judgment on yourself and you're struggling with your body image if you're comparing yourself to your younger body or your younger um, friends or family. Um, it still is impacting your self-esteem and how you view yourself. And then too, I think a lot of us, no matter our age, you know, we scroll through our social media feed and then we see something that makes us feel insecure or feel like we're not good enough or less than. And then we compare ourselves to what we see in that picture or video. You know, we may not realize it at the time, but social media, of course, not, does not portray reality at all. So Taylor, what do you think about that? This is by far my favorite part of this topic. I love talking about how social media is not in any way, shape, or form reality. I think social media sometimes is more of the promotion and the creation of unrealistic expectations for ourselves. Social media is not reality. Perfect is not reality. You know, the reality is that our social media pages and social media platforms in general portray an ideal image. They do not portray our day-to-day lives. So I kind of think about it like an apple. And this is going to sound so weird at first, but hear me out. So you have this apple and you take a bite out of one side of your apple, right? You're not going to post on social media the side of that apple that the bite's taken out of. You're going to post that shiny side that still has the nice clean skin and is not turning brown yet. But the reality is that backside. The reality is there's a bite missing. It's turning brown because the air has hit it. And that's okay. I think that that apple kind of way of looking at it for me helps me realize we're both. Like you are that image, but you're also more than that. And also females aren't the only ones who struggle with this either. Definitely, Taylor. I love that analogy. I think I saw um, a, a photo, like an actual like meme or something like that the other day. And I was like, man, that hits home. It's yeah. awesome. So I'm really glad you added that. But you're totally right. Females are not the only ones that struggle with body image and comparing themselves. So I think it's really, really important that we discuss how this can affect males. Because in my opinion, that's actually the part that's not discussed enough. Mm -hmm. I think that it's so common for body image concerns to be correlated with females. And I've worked with a lot of male clients who have spoken up and mentioned that they feel like they can't acknowledge their own self-image concerns because society doesn't really give them a place to do that. So I think it's really great that this podcast is allowing us to open that conversation for the men. I have noticed with my clients that a lot of young men, maybe middle school and high school, like Jacqueline said, that pubescent age, um, that they really are struggling and they compare themselves. A lot of times this is the boys who maybe are a little thinner or having trouble building the muscle. Um, It's almost the opposite from what I see in the girls. The girls tend to want to stay slim and fit, whereas the boys tend to want to bulk up a bit, or it's always vice versa too, right? But I really appreciate this conversation, including both genders, because it's a really important thing for us to include. Jacqueline, what are your thoughts? I don't think that males have enough representation for this concern too. So I'm so glad that in our work, we get to see like what they're really going through so that we can help, you know, spread the message that they're struggling with this too. You know, just like you said, this stuff kind of starts for them 
around adolescence and they see just as many distorted images as females do through social media. You know, the expectation is to be bigger, taller, stronger. And I think even looking more mature and older can be a concern too. You know, I think you guys mentioned in the beginning how this goes past social media, like in shows and movies, people in their 20s are portraying kids who are in middle school and high school, which leads them to think like, oh, I should really look like that. And I'm nowhere near that expectation. But that's because that's false. Like, that's not how it is in real life whatsoever. Again, it just goes back to my point that social media and like these famous people are not reality. So we have these false expectations that as a teenage boy, you should look like a 20 or 30 year old. And that's just not feasible. Um, So it kind of almost sets ourselves up for failure when we have these expectations. So I love that you say that. And this leads directly into my next point. I want us to talk a little bit about self-worth and how taking it past social media and body image, how we as individuals you know, judge our worth sometimes based off our bodies or social media content. So we've talked a lot about social media and how it impacts our self-image, but I really want us to talk now about how we judge ourselves. And, you know, I noticed in many of my clients, and I'll be honest, personally, I used to do this as well, judge ourselves and our worth based on followers or based on likes or based on how we physically look in a photo, even though mentally we know we're a mess. If physically we look okay, then that makes us higher or better, right? So although I know this is such a minuscule thing, sometimes it's really easy to get caught up in likes and physical appearance um, and judge our worth off of that. They want likes and followers. And in turn, when we judge our worth off of that, It's not an accurate representation of how we actually feel or should be judging ourselves. Do you guys ever notice this? You know, I've heard clients say things like they've deleted photos and posts because they didn't get as many likes or as much engagement as they were anticipating to. So it's almost like they internalize those likes and that external feedback and they equate it with how much they're valued or how worthy they are. In relation to social media impacting our self-worth, I've heard other people say that they're mindful of accounts they follow. You know, they want to follow those body positive accounts and kind of steer clear from the ones that make them feel bad or make them feel like they're not good enough or they don't look like how they quote unquote should or something like that. So I definitely think it's important, you know, to follow those accounts that make us feel good and make us feel like we're worthy and, you know, give us a good feeling when we're going through that feed. So, Caitlin, I'm wondering what else our listeners can do to make sure social media isn't negatively impacting them. Yeah, I agree 100% with what you said. You know, uh, making sure that you are following accounts um, or even, you know, watching shows or engaging in social um, accounts that make you feel good. I also think it's important here to note that comparison piece. Because we can talk about, um, you know, our self-worth. And I think a lot of times that self-worth is diminished when we begin to compare ourselves to others. And that's the word that I use commonly with clients and even with myself at times uh, um, when it comes to social media and, and looking at other people. And one other tip I would really suggest um, besides, you know, maybe unfollowing some accounts that are stressing you out or making you question your own worth or self-image 
is to just be cognizant of those comparisons and trying to really take a step back from comparing yourself to others, especially in the eyes of social media. Because as we've said a few times now, what people post on social media is not the full reality. And filters. (laughs) We don't walk around with filters, right? Instagram, Snapchat, all these things allow us to look way better than we really are in real life. And so we can't compare ourselves to something that was made up by a computer. Absolutely. Because it's not reality. It's not what we need to be doing to ourselves or to others. It's just, it's creating these false expectations that, Mm -hmm. oh, I can put a filter on and that makes me better. And it's like, no, like that's no, you are beautiful all. the way you are. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, and you know, I bet you there's so many other people around you that notice that, but personally, mm-hmm. right. We're going to judge ourselves based off of a physical image. Exactly. So I completely agree. Another suggestion that I give to many of my clients is taking time to do a homework assignment. And now this is like a very hard, challenging homework assignment that many clients aren't in the space to do right away. But I think it would be a really good suggestion um, for our listeners. So I encourage time for self-reflection. During this time, it can be extremely helpful to write down personal morals and values. What is most important to you as an individual personally, right? And once you've established this list, then it can be really beneficial to think about these being the factors that you use to judge your worthiness or your self-love, right? So if we uphold what is most important to us, these morals and values, and actively acknowledge that you are successful in these areas, it'll help you work towards retraining your brain to appreciate these qualities over and prioritize them over those social media fads or whatever's going on in the mainstream media, right? So does that make sense to you guys? Yes, definitely. I think that's a great assignment and just something, you know, planting that seed for people to start thinking about that. I could see how I could use that to write down a few values and morals and make sure I'm going back to that. And okay, my time with my family, my time that I spend dedicated to myself, what does that look like specifically? Taking time for myself in the morning or time to exercise to help me physically and mentally. These are things that we can be very concrete in doing and making sure that we hold ourselves accountable and taking a step back from that social media aspect, I guess. Absolutely. And that is my goal for myself and many of my clients when we do this exercise. It's prioritizing who you are as a person, what Mm -hmm. qualities you embody over physical things. So are you faithful? Are you devoted? Are you honest? Are you a good listener? Are you smart, supportive, right? These qualities should matter. And I love that we had the opportunity to talk about this sensitive topic for really many people. I think this is something that everyone can relate to. And I honestly would love to hear from our listeners. What are your thoughts and opinions on this topic? I think that's an awesome idea. And Taylor, I love how you mentioned kind of the internal self-worth and what qualities that we all need to bring out in ourselves. Because it's not about that word appearance. It's about so much more. And I think you know, people expect like if they change this and that about themselves, they'll feel better, but all that internal stuff is still going to be there. So with that being said, we would love to hear from you guys. So give us your thoughts. Do you think that social media impacts body image? And if so, how does it impact you? We would love to look at your answers and discuss them in future episodes. We are named Mental Health in You because you are our community and it's really important for us to get your input on the discussions that we have and the things we're going over. 
So please get involved and connect with us on Instagram at mental health in you or email us at podcastwcpa at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We are excited to keep this progress going. So please tune in next week. Jacqueline will be interviewing one of the therapists in our office next week for the episode. And they are going to be further discussing self-love, which is perfect for Valentine's Day. I think, you know, the topic for Valentine's Day and really just carrying it through the whole month of February will be very relevant for that time. I'll be interviewing Carrie McKnight, who actually wrote a great article on the topic of self-love. We're definitely excited to have our first therapist from our office on the podcast. Trust me, it's definitely going to be a great interview. I cannot wait to get onto this topic and get on with Carrie. She is so wonderful and she has a lot of great things to say on this topic. So it's going to be a great episode. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We hope you all have a great week. We'll see you soon.